Dave and Darren. Here are the top five things. It's a look back at our show that we did this morning on Planet 93.9, the Quad Cities Real Alternative Radio. Uh, these are the highlights. What we feel are the top five things. My name is Dave, and this is my partner, Darren. It's a retrospective. Yeah, it's if, a greatest hits, have it. a greatest hits album of our four and a half hour morning show. We this album is like a greatest hits of songs mm-hmm. that you've never heard before. <laughs> Here's hoping. It's brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan's open every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. The recreational waiting lists are available. And you can reserve your time. That's always a good idea if you go to the website, ntillinois.com. Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. The uh, wife over the weekend pulled the trigger on a, uh, a purchase that I think will interest you. Okay. Uh, she's joined the, the throng of people that are getting these uh, instant pots. We've got a pressure oh, cooker yeah. at our house. Yeah. And she was waiting for the pressure cooker to come out that it's got a pressure building i kept that that mute we were listening to the station the other day and we were on our way to go pick up this uh, instant pot instant pot yeah. and muse pressure was on i go you know what pitra sings along to this song pressure cooking uh it's got a f- like an air fryer on the top uh-huh so you cook it with pressure and then yeah the whole thing seems like magic to me it's a bomb like I got some some frozen salmon uh, fillets, uh-huh. and these things are rock hard. And you, you know, usually you let those things thaw for eight to ten hours, and I put them on the grill. She's saying, "Now we haven't yet used the damn thing uh-huh. yet because we're kind of afraid it's like a bomb that's going to go off." <laughs> right. If we don't, let's read the instructions right. on this one. Right. Because. That's exactly, uh, that's this it. This could be a bomb. She's putting it together, and, and I. my first thought was, this is going to be something that you use, because if I use it, it it's going to end up exploding. And and then she's like, well, that doesn't really happen. I'm like, that's what they used in Boston. The terrorists to kill people were these pressure cookers, right? I, I, I guess I'm terrified of it. And these frozen fillets... She says, you don't have to thaw them. You can put something in that suit. Like, you can put a frozen chicken breast in, and the thing's done in five minutes? Yeah, you're better Does off. Does that make any sense? You're better off pretty, uh, putting in a chicken breast as opposed to nails. You, well, yeah, no. We won't be putting shrapnel in it. No. But tonight's the first experiment with the uh, chicken well, breast. Well, that's great. And I think that'll be perfect for the cooler weather that's coming your way and you might fall in love with it so much that you just use it year round well here's hoping whatever happened with that whole idea of leftovers Um, bringing you leftovers yeah yeah maybe maybe we're there now because my guess is that with the uh, instapot Uh uh-huh you might get a little more aggressive as far as making more food than you really need it's possible Let's just keep an eye on it anyway. <laughs> okay, I'll let... Just just keep an eye on it. You know what I'm going to do, Darren? I'm not saying... I'm going to bring you leftovers and put them in a little Debbie vending machine, and you can just have everything you've ever wanted. If you had little little Dave's vending machine, and we'll put you <laughs> in a straw hat, little, little Dave, and then I will have to put my <laughs> coins into your vending. You load the vending machine with... <laughs> 
leftovers. Whenever you get snack hungry, little Dave's got a snack for you. Uh, LD. <laughs> LD, make sure you have him take that hat off. <laughs> but you'll be in there with your little straw hat, and I'll be like, hmm, what's uh, what's good today? What's fresh? Let's, Let's take not, a look at this. Boy, it's like every every one of our tropes coming together in Although, one fell swoop. It's a vending it's a vending machine that just has Tupperware in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't I can't really make out what that what? is. It looks like that could be it could be rice with asparagus. Maybe that's salmon. I'm gonna get it anyway. Yeah, I should think you'd like the challenge yeah, of not I'll, knowing I'll just, what you're getting. I, I'm gonna get it anyway. <laughs> I always put my fifty cents in or whatever it is, a dollar. I'm just nervous this thing's going to blow up the house. Well. And I, I feel like. Go downstairs then. It's the, Well, I, I don't want it. <laughs> go downstairs while she's I'm not worried about meal. my safety. I'm worried about the home. Yeah. And I'm also worried about just the magic of it all. It just seems ridiculous that you could have something that's solid frozen and it's ready to eat in five minutes. Hello, I'm Rock Hard for Rock Hard Salmon Fillets. I mean, you're old enough to remember when microwave ovens first came out, and that was kind of magical, right? Mm-hmm. It was this magic. This feels like that, but by a factor of ten. Yeah, there's all can... kinds of gadgets out there like that now. And then what is the one, the Brava oven? I'm seeing ants for that where yeah. you cook with light, and then you have the different uh, ninja. Ninja foodie thing. Yeah. My nephew's got one of those that he just loves. Yeah. The indoor grilling and everything. That sounds like it yeah. might be up our alley, too. I don't know. There's only so much room on the kitchen counter for these things. But the Instant Pot has been something that people have been raving about for some time. And yeah, she just pulled the trigger on it this weekend. Nice. But now it's just been in pieces all over the kitchen. You had to put As, it together? Well, it's there is some assembly required, and you want to wash everything out before you use it. But there's also just the matter of so you have we're a little we're we're we're, we're afraid to use it. You have more counter space than I do. Okay, so it makes a lot more sense for a family like you guys to have it. Than, okay. than me. Well, I didn't see the need for it, and then she was showing me a bunch of videos that she was watching, and this fellow was doing chicken wings, and he got perfectly pressure cooked chicken wings in like three in like three minutes and i said okay do it i think i understand the the need just for in this, time for cover five for man this device we really got to mention cover five because i got signed up did you get an invite sent to you no okay I just, so this is what i'm this is what i'm panicked about because if if you've played in the past you should have had an invite sent to you and now i, I it seems yeah but it's quite it's quite possible that the email address yeah. that I used for Cover 5 doesn't exist. Will it be the same address that you used last season? I don't know. There was the one season where I accidentally invited everybody like 12 times to the I, league. I remember that. And I, Now, I don't want to do that, but times. also inviting people zero times to the league isn't good. So 12 times is probably better than zero. When I looked uh, the other day, we had, we're had pushing 300 people that are going to play. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And I am. I'm in, and I and I made my picks already. Oh, have you? I have. Well, will we be announcing that on Friday? We'll be revisiting that that my, gimmick include, with Big Papa and the Swami, including my lock of the week. Yeah, you got to have the lock of the week, right? Anyway, if you are looking to do Cover Five, all the information you need is on our website, DaveAndDarren.com. Go to DaveAndDarren.com, and there's a, a link and, a, and the code and everything that you need. Well, someone found out of 
because this bumped up like now we're over 300, 320. Okay, good. Because when I looked at it the other day, it was like 264. Okay. That was just the last time I looked at it. Well, 300 is a respectable amount of people. No, I to understand, play. but let's just keep. Uh, don't stop till you get enough. That's what I say, Darren. I just because here's the thing: you got to get in on week one because there's a penalty. We can't have people coming in week four because then that's not fair to people that are like you know 120 in a hole. So you can't come in week four, but there's a penalty for each week that you're late, and it's it's as there should be. Yeah, right. Well, keep it fair. My, my larger Some, point is get to uh, DaveAndDarren.com or NachoRadio.com and all the information you need is there. Sometimes those penalties um, aren't as bad as what my typical week would be. Uh, yeah, no. Like, not not doing any picks is minus, minus 40 points. And there have been many, many weeks where minus 40 points I would should have, have taken that. It would have been a blessing. Absolutely. Because I don't know the NFL very well. We've talked in the past about the Iowa State Patrol, how they're saying that they're seeing a lot more, not not just speeders on the road. Super speeders. Just stupid super speeders. Uh, Iowa State Patrol recorded a 101% increase from January through August over the four-year range in tickets for speeds exceeding 100 miles per hour. There's also a 75% increase in tickets for speeds of 25 miles per hour over the speed limit. And this is not unique to Iowa. Uh, July, according to the numbers that have just been put out, was the deadliest traffic month. Uh, Let's see, in 2007, it was the deadliest traffic month since 2007 in Ohio. Through August, uh, in Vermont, 43 traffic fatalities in Vermont. That's up from 21 at the same time last year. Yeah, that sounds a lot for Vermont. <laughs> Vermont has like six people with the driver's licenses. California Highway Patrol officers issued more than 15,000 tickets from mid-March to August 19th for speeds of over 100 miles an hour. More than 15,000 In Ohio, state troopers have issued 2,200 tickets since April for driving more than 100 miles per hour. And listen, I got a little bit of a lead foot sometimes, I get it, but 100 miles an hour? They're saying, all of these state troopers, all of these different agencies, that this is a result of the pandemic because the roads are more open, so people feel the need to, uh, you know, punch it. I almost got nabbed doing 39 the other day. 39 in a what? Well, I'd rather not say. <laughs> a 10? Wow. I was on a skateboard path. <laughs> <laughs> you were at the you're, it's well, Centennial you're, Park you're, at you're, the bike trip. You're, you're doing 39 in a, <laughs> in a skateboard park. Yeah, slow down. And uh, I just, I, 100 miles an hour. It's just a matter of. Well, the roads are open, and I've always wanted to see how, how fast this baby can go. I did get a break in my car insurance um, as a result. Because you're not driving around as much. Well, that's what they think. <laughs> okay, well, we'll let them continue to think that. I mean, being out here in the perimeter. That's it's, true. It's There's just as much driving going on. Yeah, but there's nobody. There's no cars here. There's cars. <laughs> there's cars. There's... Deer, there's uh, coyotes, foxes, and <laughs> chickens, and 
So you got a fox and chickens and ducks discount? Is uh, what you're telling apparently, me? Apparently, yeah. Two. 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 Story from Scotland of a guy who tried to steal copper, which happens. People like to steal copper. Mm-hmm. Uh, although what makes this newsworthy is uh, tried to steal the copper from a live electric cable. Got zapped with 11,000 volts, cutting the power to 400 homes. What's fascinating is, is, this guy is still alive. Uh Uh-huh. Suffered severe burns. Shake it off. Blasted while hacking his way through safety casings. Tried to steal copper from a live electric cable, and again got zapped with 11,000 volts. I'll just strip this whole thing. One source saying here, this guy should be dead. It's an incredibly reckless and stupid thing to do. There are signs saying there is a death risk, but even the daftest person knows not to touch a live wire. This guy was rushed to the hospital here with non-life-threatening injuries after getting zapped near a school playground. Do you know how much they'll give you for copper? (laughs) 400 homes lost power for about an hour. Cops haven't been able to talk to this guy because of his because of his injuries. You know what I call that? My hour of power. Do you remember the news blooper on Channel Six years ago, where Mike Mickle was talking about a woman who was hit by lightning? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh God, it's the funniest thing because Mike Mickle was the anchor. I, this was the noon news. I want to say because I remember watching it and just laughing my head off mm. and. It was. He did a really good job of setting up the story. Where it's like, and a, and a woman has been uh, struck by lightning. She tells her her harrowing story, uh-huh. and then there was like a problem with the tape machine. Yeah. So they go to her, and she's just going like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut back to Mick. they cut back to Mickle. They cut back to Mickle, and he's just like. Okay, uh, something wrong well, she, here that, with the... Uh, we told you, it, uh, it does have an effect on you. <laughs> this is, okay, this is the this is the KWQC TV6 news. This is years ago, because Mike Mickle is, is reading the news. He very expert, I mean, he handles it yeah. like an absolute pro, an absolute champ. I think the audio will do a good job telling you the story here. A Boise, Idaho woman is considered a medical miracle. Laura Esterman was struck by lightning nearly a month ago, and she was considered officially dead. Thankfully, CPR from her mom revived her heart, but she laid in a coma for two weeks, and then she defied all odds and woke up. I should buy a Well... Obviously, there was a problem with that tape. She doesn't really sound like that. She doesn't remember the accident, but the evidence is clear. I am so sorry. Laura's learning to walk again after the lightning burned her legs. And we'll have more on that story and hopefully get that tape fixed for you. That's great. (laughs) And the tape was just, like so the Uh visual is just her going. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's. She's not kidding. She's not constantly hit by lightning. It just happened the one time. Yeah, Mother Nature. (laughs) Three. 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 How can they tell that you've had too much to drink? There's different ways of of measuring, you know, whether or not someone is intoxicated, right? I mean, obviously, there's the... If they pull you over 
and you roll down the window and it smells like a brewery, uh, that's a dead giveaway, right? What took you so long? <laughs> Is that what you say? When the cop pulls you over? What took you so long? They might let you go for the laugh. No, no, that's not the sort of thing I would say. That's hilarious. No, I wouldn't. Uh, cop pulls you I'm over, not... comes to the window, you just go, what took you so long? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> that's gold. I, I wouldn't pull that. You know what You know what my philosophy with uh, police and golf is. Tell me. Don't make a bad situation worse. Right. If you put the ball in the woods, take your medicine, and then just chip it up. You know, chip it back into the fairway mm-hmm. and then move on. Yeah, ordinarily. Unless, of course, you're someone who plays golf and cheats. I mean, I'm, I'm someone who likes to crack jokes and have fun, but uh, when I get pulled over by a cop, I'm not cracking jokes. No. That's not, no. That's not the time that, to be. No. No. <laughs> that's, that's not a good idea. Right. Can I shake your hand, officer, with a joy buzzer in my hand? No, that's not that's not a good idea. Smell yeah. this flower, officer. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, you don't joke around, yeah. and you also don't let them know that you're really mad about this. <laughs> that, that, that that's doesn't. A good, that's a good tip. No, that doesn't that doesn't fly either. Right. So you can tell if someone has had too much to drink. There's obviously like physical uh, traits, like bloodshot eyes. My goodness, he's slurring his words. There's that. Uh, an erratic gait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. That's something yeah. of a dead giveaway, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, somebody's got a funny walk. Now, when they pull you over and they can smell alcohol on you, uh, then then they would administer a breathalyzer test, uh, which is a way to measure how much you've had to drink. Right. In your lungs, ethanol is transferred from your blood into the air, and that's how they detect whether or not you've had too much to drink. U.S. federal legal driving limit now is 0.08 for breath alcohol concentration. Mm-hmm. Used to be 0.1. Mm-hmm. Now it's 0.08 across these United States. They're working on another way to determine if someone is intoxicated. And the way they're going to do that is with your smartphone. And it's kind of brilliant and also kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how well you think you're walking when you had too much to drink, okay, your phone is able to tell... Knows that, what your gait is. Yes. So if you're carrying a smartphone, there's what they call an accelerometer. And that can pick up the changes. It's like how your phone knows that you've climbed a, a flight of stairs, right? There's something in the phone that Why knows Why are you breathing that. so hard? Right. The onboard accelerometer on your smartphone will be able to determine whether or not you're, you're drunk. University of Pittsburgh scientists just published research that says, at least in the lab... They can use smartphone motion data to detect whether or not a subject is intoxicated. And they're accurate with this 93% of the time. Well, that's not high enough. Well, I'm sure it's not high enough for a court of law. But keep in mind, they're just starting to figure this stuff out. So you've got to turn your phone over? Well, you th- that might be something that you have to do. I don't know. How would that work? What would be... 
what would be the point? This experiment began. Uh, if you if you volunteered to be a part of this study, you were given vodka with lime juice and simple syrup. And, and by the way, they say here heavy on the vodka, lemon juice, not lemonade. You had to uh, finish this vodka drink in an hour because they wanted to get you. Yeah, I think we could do that. <laughs> They wanted to get you at the peak of 0.20 uh, on your, your breath. 0.20? Point point yeah. Point, 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 no, 0.20. Hmm. They wanted to get you to 0.20, uh, but they wanted to do it safely. They said, we really wanted to have enough data points over the threshold of the legal limit of alcohol, which is 0.08. So the peak would be 0.20 which is very, very intoxicated, right? But to have a breath alcohol concentration of 0.20, that's where they wanted to get you to. For science, the lead author of this study is Brian Suffoletto from the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. He's now at Stanford. He says, if you're giving them a lower dose, you only get one or two time points before the body sort of metabolizes the alcohol. And there's only so many hours in a lab day, so there's no nonsense. We need people to get drunk on vodka fast. We're not working overtime. Before the drinking, researchers strapped ordinary smartphones to the lower backs of subjects to get an idea of what their baseline gait would be. They had the participants walk 10 steps forward, turn around, walk 10 steps back. Then they had him repeat that while intoxicated. Now do it in high heels. Doing it once an hour over the course of seven hours as their breath alcohol content peaked and waned. And all the while, the smartphone was logging motion data. Now put these mucklucks on. Now each participant has their own unique gait when they're sober. And when you're drunk, you have your own unique intoxicated gait. This is my intoxicated walk. (laughs) They used individualized mathematical models that allowed them to compare each person against himself or herself. So your typical sober gait is this and your your drunk gait is this. Wouldn't you think that some people that if they've had some drinks that their gait improves? No, I wouldn't. Somehow, think that. no. You've got a, it's a weird way you walk. Except you're a for weird like, walker unless you're unless drunk. Unless you're unless you've had something to drink, then you actually then you then you walk like a normal person. Wasn't that Jerry from Facts of Life? Wasn't that her go-to joke? Do you remember? Uh-uh. Jerry was Blair's uh, cousin who had cerebral palsy, and she would always joke that when she got drunk, she walked straight. Oh. Because she had cerebral palsy. Uh-huh. And if you didn't know any better the way she walked, you would assume that she'd been hitting the sauce pretty hard, when in fact she had CP. But when she drinks... And her joke was, she was a stand-up comic, and she would say in her act, when, I, when I'm drunk, I walk straight. That was, that was the gimmick. Boom. Yeah, Blair didn't care for that one. Blair. Ugh. Now, one issue, of course, with this study is, I don't know anyone who wears their smartphone on their lower back. They're going to have to do some Although, tinkering with the model. That's a good look, though. <laughs> it's not because, a tramp stamp. That's where I keep my phone. No, it just makes it's like I, I keep my phone back there because, you know, I'm always prepared. Prepared for what? Uh-huh. That's right. But see, when they have you walk a straight line or, you know, touch your nose or count backwards or whatever the field test Or count are, chocula. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be good if they pulled you over, suspected you of drunk driving, and then gave you a box of Count Chocula and just see what you do with it. Right. If you rip open the top and just start mounting it, just, just this sh- guy's shoveling it this in. This guy's clearly drunk. All right, let's let's give him the Count Chocula test. Okay. <laughs> give him a box of... Do you remember those little boxes that they had of uh, cereal? Yeah, they that, still have those. That you would split open and yeah. then you'd pull the... the Pull it open and then pour the milk right in there. Still very much a thing. Let's give him the Count Chocula and see what happens. Are you guys, sir? Have you had anything to drink tonight? Uh, just one drink. Okay, all right, just one drink. And now, where are you on your way to, sir? I was. I'm almost home. Okay. Um, I want to need your your license and registration. I'm going to go run this back to the car, and in the meantime, here's a box of Count Chocula. I'm not going to give you any directions. I'll be here. Cop is three steps away from the car. And, got it tore and he apart. just hears it. Tore apart. And the, the cereal's just flying everywhere. <laughs> All right, sir. We're going to go ahead and arrest you for drunk driving. The What you did to that box of Count Chocula was it could the, was, only be done in a highly intoxicated state. Was it the Count Chocula? You're damn right it was the Count Chocula. So they need to tweak this to uh, to, to figure out what your gait is. They say it could play an important role in public health. We'll see. We'll see about this. Uh, they have to know what you walk like normally and then what you walk like drank, uh, drunk. Uh, but that's... Walk this way. <laughs> right. Four. Four. So your girl Ellen DeGeneres was back on TV yesterday? Um, Did you have that on with the sound down as you normally do? No, I haven't. I haven't watched her in forever with the sound down. No, no. Ever since now, haven't done it. Why? What made you change? Because that used to be like every day you would have her on with the sound down. Different sitting in your kitchen. Different just, schedule, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Different situation. Yeah. Well, she returned to TV yesterday, and I, I'm guessing she went on and blubbered about how it was a tough summer, but. But still from her home, right? Is she still at home? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, right, because... Unless she's doing the show from Fight Island. (laughs) Maybe she's joined them. (laughs) Okay, it did not debut yesterday, I'm being told now. Uh, The 18th season of Ellen. 18th season? Uh, That will be on September 21st. But that's a real actual season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, because it's a whole year, right. You take issue with, like, the Masked Singer is going to have season number 10 here in a minute, and that show started last year. Right, the fact that Dancing with the Celebrity Stars, or whatever it's called, the fact that it's got, the fact that they have four seasons in one year. Mm. Well, Well, I guess that's allowed. (laughs) Yeah, but a season, Uh, a television season and a season season are two different things. I don't think they are anymore. I saw where the Masked Singer's very excited because they're going to have uh, owls performing as a duo. Owls? Yeah, they have snow owls. They're going to be performing as a duo. They've never Who do you had think a... they'll be? Well, it's clearly going to be Donnie and Marie. Uh, of course that's who it is. Who else would be a duo that would want to be on uh, Masked Singer? Simon and Garfunkel. They're... You think Simon and Garfunkel are getting dressed up as snow owl outfits? Why not? I mean, I guess he famously dressed up as a turkey. 
Who's the uh, most famous person that's ever been on that show? T-Pain. T-Pain? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Like the most famous... I'm trying to think. Last season was like Drew Carey, Dion Warwick, uh, Shaka Khan was on it. Shaka Khan? That's right, Shaka Khan. The Snow Owls will be on the new season of The Masked Singer. The Snow Owls are two people in two different owl costumes who will compete, but they will be unmasked as one. The very first contestants of this kind to ever compete on the show. So if it's... Look, if it's a duo, it's got to be... But they're competing? Well, they're not against each other. So you have to go up against the duo on the mask. So you would be... Uh, Wait a minute, I thought the... I thought... Dressed as a dog, and, and they would be uh, dressed as snow owls. So the singers compete? I thought the whole idea was just to figure out who's singing. Yeah, but you you unmask someone when they lose on The Masked Singer. It's so a it's competition. Still a, it's still a singing competition. Oh, everything's a competition, Darren. Yes. But among celebrities? Yes, there's celebrities inside furry costumes. What do they win? You get a trophy. Is there cash? I don't think so. It's not even, they don't even win money for a charity? No, I think they just do it for the recognition of, you know. It's, I, really... I, think, I think the gimmick with The Masked Singer is... You're you're doing it to. Have I a really fun. need to be. A, they should do a Quad Cities version of that. The masked singer. Yeah. Okay. And it could be you. You're the masked singer. No one wants to hear me sing. And it I'm doesn't not, matter. And they'll not, use auto tune. Yeah. Well, they do. They do do that. So they'll just dress up your voice. How hmm. about that, ladies and gentlemen? I think it's Dave from Brood. <laughs> Let's take his head off. But we've been wanting to take his head off for years. I think my voice is one that would be pretty recognizable. Not if it's auto-tuned. We'll mess with it any way we want to. Hmm. Do you believe in love <laughs> after love? I think you should do it. No. This was your idea. No. I think you'd be great at it. I want to be the person who gets all excited about guessing who it is. Oh, you'd be good at that. Is it Hot Carl? From the <laughs> district? You know what? You'd be terrible at that. You would give up caring after the second person. I really would. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> Stop caring instantly. I want to get into the uh, the Ellen DeGeneres story, but there is a little bit of breaking news this morning to share with you, and it's... Uh... It is, in fact, breaking. Yeah, this is breaking news. Uh, hot off the presses here. What are we doing here? We got this? All right. Ah, here we go. I've been saying, you know, to anyone who will listen, uh, people like to say, oh, this 2020 can't get over fast enough. What a crappy year. Can't wait for the year to get over with. You know, bring on 2021. And I, I caution people, and I think you agree with me, there's no guarantees that 2021 is going to be any better than 2020. That is correct. That said, this bit of breaking news, Darren, after 20 seasons... Keeping Up with the Kardashians will have its final season in early 2021. They say here it's with heavy hearts that we say goodbye to Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They're done. 14 years, 20 seasons, hundreds of episodes, several spinoff shows, and they're saying that's it. They're done. They're finished. There'll be no more Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. 
and will, their long reign of terror will be over in early 2021. Gross. Have you ever watched a minute of any of that? Well, if you flip around, you see stuff. I've, I haven't. It's gross. I can it's, genuinely tell you I've not seen a second of it. It's gross. I say that with a certain amount of pride. 14 years and 20 seasons. And the show is just what? Them getting their nails done? What is the show? What is it? It's them being obscene in just every way, <laughs> shape, and form. I don't get it. Well, apparently enough's enough, and they've, they're pulling the plug on keeping up with the Kardashians. So listen. Good riddance. Maybe there is reason to have a little hope. Maybe 2021 will be a little bit better. Maybe. Story here from the Ellen DeGeneres camp of how she ran her household. Not the TV show, but her household. Uh, people behind the scenes that worked there at the Ellen DeGeneres house, uh, they're starting to share their stories. And apparently, uh, work... She make me clean toilet. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Make me to scrub toilet again and it's again. never good enough. I always say toilet not clean. She... She hide in the closet. <laughs> He make me to scrub toilet over and over. He said not very clean enough. Ellen DeGeneres ran her household there in like a military-style boot camp. Why would you do that? Barking orders, tormenting employees over tiny errors, and taking pleasure in firing people. This according to a former member of the DeGeneres staff. Hmm. Life behind the scenes at Ellen DeGeneres' California mansion was every bit as traumatic as the alleged toxic culture on her show. If you think working on her show was no picnic, believe me, you don't want to work for her at her house. Workers were hit with an itemized daily list of trifling gripes, from serving food in the wrong bowl to leaving the salt shaker in the wrong place, or failing to ensure that her latte was frothed just the way Ellen likes it. Nitpicking DeGeneres would often lay traps before she left for work. Strategically leaning matchsticks behind cupboard doors and cushions to test if cleaners were dusting every square inch of her sprawling palatial residence. You've got to love someone who leaves traps. Honestly, honestly, I'm on board with that. I like the trap leaving. (laughs) I like as much as there is about Ellen DeGeneres that's problematic, someone who will leave a trap and then go to work. I think that's fantastic. (laughs) Employees rarely lasted more than a few months. On one occasion, a household manager was fired two hours into the job. (laughs) Repairmen, security guards, and other contractors were reluctant to come over to the house because degenerates would slate their work. Not degenerate. Degenerate. (laughs) Sorry. Did I say degenerate? Degenerous would slate their work. You know, her whole gimmick is like, everybody be kind to one another. Let's dance for the puppies. Behind the scenes, this person's account is that that's not the case. Uh, Saying here, my belief is that someone's real personality comes out at home. So after everything that has been said about her at work, you can imagine how terrible Ellen is going to be at home when her guard is down. Sometimes she would yell at us, 
but it was more about the incredibly condescending tone she would use. She treated you like you were nothing. She was going to torture you, and you were just going to sit there and listen to it because you were being paid. Ellen was the worst person that I've ever met in my life. She takes pleasure in firing people. And who's saying this? This is someone that used to work for her. A former employee. There have been all kinds of charges on her TV show that there were bullying and and sexual harassment and even some racism going on, and and she's apologized for that. But she said, listen, I didn't know about any of this stuff, but I should have. I should have known about this because my name's on the show. I didn't know about any of this stuff. That's what she says. Well, her name's not only on the show. Mm -hmm. Her name's like on the underpants that they give to people. (laughs) Here's a gift. Here's a gift. She's done this. Yeah. Where she gives underwear Mm -hmm. to people with her face on the underwear. (laughs) That's what she thinks Brad Pitt wants. There is a Twitter thread uh, that brands her as one of the meanest people alive. Huh. Yeah. And there's a, a former bodyguard who says she refused to speak to him. And a waitress who said she was suspended from her job after DeGeneres complained about her chipped nail polish. Uh, well, we'll see how this ends. Well, I don't know exactly what, what sort of extensive conversation I want to have with my bodyguard. Her top assistants, what do you think, what do you think that pays to be like a top assistant for Ellen DeGeneres? What do you think the, the salary is for that? 175000 a year. I was going to say half a million. Oh, she could scream at me for 175 grand. I'll take all kinds of abuse. Believe me, I've been abused for far less. Far less. Look at my resume, folks. I was told, this uh, employee says, that she had a very high turnover and that I should stay under the radar as much as possible. Avoid as much direct contact with Ellen as possible. Working there was described as being more like a boot camp. When I interviewed with Ellen and Portia, I felt much better about the job. They were both charming, funny, and perfectly lovely. I was a little bit nervous, but but I I was well paid. The harsh reality of the degenerous regime, the Daily Mail reports here, soon became clear with staff confronted each morning with a laundry list of passive-aggressive notes. Well, the laundry list is, I'm going to need some laundry done. It's an actual laundry list. Yeah, if you're a household employee that does her laundry and she gives you a laundry list, you don't don't take offense to that. Oh, she literally handed me a laundry list of yeah. Compl- you're I, look at she, this laundry list of complaints. She wants you to do the laundry. My pants, my shirt, my socks. Ah, everything here, everything in the hamper. Wash it. Violations included a chef using a guest toilet and a maid forgetting to put a piece of trash in the recycling. Ellen is terribly obsessive compulsive, and if anything is out of order in her environment, she gets very upset. There might be 20 to 30 things every day. We're talking about the finest, finest details here. A salt shaker out of place, a light switch left on. She wanted the coffee maker deep cleaned every day Mm. after complaining there was too much or too little froth on her latte. The staff was getting better and better, making fewer mistakes, but she couldn't help herself, so she'd lay traps. Actual bear traps (laughs) for people to step in. One day, the staff found eight of the traps, all in weird places. The rest of the day became a race to find all the traps before she got home and fired someone. 
I that'd be a fun job. Well, it's it's kind of find all the traps make, Ellen has laid. It, it makes for a better show than her show. <laughs> if you've got mouse trap going on in Ellen's house, why is that not a show? <laughs> I would watch. That, that would be that's a better show. No, I agree. I agree. Five. 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 Number five. You love dogs. I do. You're on the record as being a, a dog lover. I do. A uh, man in Smithville, Kentucky is in trouble uh, for stealing a canine from the Henry County Sheriff's Office. That's, That's not good. That seems like a bad idea all around. Yeah. To steal a dog, bad idea. But to steal a canine officer from the sheriff's office in Henry County no, seems like a... They're not going to take kindly to that at all. Uh, Brandon Harmon. 26 years old, arrested for, again, stealing a canine from the sheriff's office. His bait of choice? Hmm. Vienna sausages. Well, I can see that working. Although, boy, if you ate too many of those, I don't care if you're a dog or not, it's going to get you. Well, you know what they say. You ever had a Vienna sausage? uh, No. Yeah. No. You wouldn't. You talk about a texture guy. No. You wouldn't care for that. Just the sight of them is unseemly. Because what happens for them, well, I shouldn't say this completely. Mm-hmm. It depends on if you get a good one. They kind of fall apart in your mouth. Are they kind of like sandy gritty when they're in your mouth? Mm, they so, Maybe. It might. I'll do a Vienna lager, but a Vienna sausage isn't happening. You know why? It's a good way to get diarrhea. Diarrhea. You're not kidding about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you and were... if they fall apart in your mouth, I can't have to imagine they fall apart in other parts of your gastrointestinal tract. That's probably a good guess. If mm. you were to sit down as small as that little tin is, mm-hmm. if you were to eat all, what, are there six of them in there? No, oh, I couldn't tell you. Ugh. That would be... I don't trust meat in a can. That would be a thing. Stew? What about stew? What about soups? There's meat in soups. Campbell's soup, you ever open up a chicken uh, noodle and there's little bits of yeah, chicken in there? Yeah, I don't love that, but I'll do a chicken noodle out of a you can. You ever had a whole chicken in a can? No, is that a thing? It is. That was one of our. That was one of the things we used to, it was a staple when we went camping and we had to get the old Coleman grill out. Oh, no. It, it's, it's, it's not the most appetizing thing. Thing oh, you'll ever no. s- you'll ever see chicken the entire chicken a whole in a chicken in like a in, in like light a, syrup what do they pack it with in a, it's got a broth that's a oh. chicken broth that's in there but the chicken looks pretty anemic oh, uh, I mean no. I mean if you're a chicken yeah if you're a chicken the your the end is not going to be great to begin with. No matter no the matter what, right? Whatever the circumstances, right? But the fact that you end up as the chicken in a can, yeah, that's it's it's not cool. It almost seems like if you were a chicken, that would be like an insult to throw around, like you know. But it's a you, whole chicken inside. Your like, mama's in a can. It's in a can the size of, uh, like motor oil. Bigger no, than bigger than it, like like a high a high C can, or like a tomato juice can. That's oh, what the whole oh, chicken is. No, why would you just to preserve it? Well, and then that way you can also just kind of heat it up right there on the coal. I mean, it's it's essentially you heat it up in the can. Yes, it's essentially made for camping. I think. 
I don't know if you can see. Uh, I don't know if they have them at the stores anymore. I've never seen it on a store shelves, and if I did, I would run in terror. Well, wait till you open it up. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I just looked up chicken in a can, and I got this. It's creamed possum. <laughs> creamed possum with sweet potatoes garnished in coon fat gravy. That's something you can buy. So so hill people have their own canned section of the store. Yeah, canned whole chicken. Look at that. Fully cooked, it says. So you could just eat it right out of the can if it's fully cooked? Yeah, I guess. Oh, no. But it, it, tip- Hard it, pass. it typically needs to be warmed up. I guess you could just open it up and just start eating it. It says remove chicken from the can. Be sure to save the delicious broth. Uh-huh. Place chicken in an uncovered pan. Based well with some of the broth. Yes. Boy, get over the broth. That's it's every other word out of this guy's mouth who wrote the instructions. Place in a hot oven, 475 for 10 to 15 minutes. Baste two or three times while heating. To prepare delicious gravy, brown two tablespoons flour. Mix in a cup of broth. Allow to thicken over a burner until desired consistency. A delicious chicken soup may be prepared by adding rice, cooked noodles, or dumplings to the broth. Mm-hmm. Typically, we just put it on the... Uh... We put it on the Coleman. It says here, do not heat in the can. Well, we did. The one thing you... (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I got news for you. The thing you don't want to... We did. The thing is, if you do, Mm -hmm. you obviously have to take the top off of the can. Otherwise, what you have is... Chicken bomb. A bomb. Yeah. That's a chicken bomb. Yeah. Watch out for the chicken bomb. There's not only shrapnel, but then you have chicken bones. That are fragmented, no flying th- everywhere. No thanks. I'll see you in hell, chicken. Yeah, that was a camping staple. This incident where this guy stole a canine from the Henry County Sheriff's Office down in Kentucky. Incident began when a deputy was sent to this neighborhood after someone said that Harmon, the guy that stole the dog, was trespassing on their property. When the deputy found Harmon, he asked the deputy for a ride. Harmon said he would point out a weed trimmer that had been stolen. He did identify a weed trimmer, but it was not the weed trimmer in question. At that point, Harmon changed his subject and asked the deputy if the Henry County Sheriff's Office knew what happened to the canine that had been taken from the property on August 8th. That canine had been missing for some time. When confronted about what he knew about the canine's disappearance, Harmon told the deputy that he may have had something to do with it. I coaxed him out with Vienna sausages. So this guy gets picked up for, for something. He's in the backseat of the, the squad car riding around and is like, hey, do you ever, y'all ever found that uh, missing canine? I might know something about where that canine is. Arrested with theft by unlawful taking and second degree criminal trespassing. Just seems like a bad idea all around. If I give you the dog back, can you let me go? Uh, maybe I want to make a deal with you on this weed trimmer deal here. Maybe I, maybe I know where one of your officers is. <laughs> maybe I done uh, lured him out with some Vienna sausages. <laughs> How do you make or potted meat product? <laughs> Chicken in a can. Darren, I I do have a little bit of uh, breaking news to share with you and with all of our listeners. Maybe they're listening on uh, Planet ninety three point nine FM. Maybe they're listening on uh, their Alexa device or the app. 
We're grateful, uh, no matter how they're listening. Tom Hanks is back in quarantine. Huh. Tom Hanks back in coronavirus quarantine. But he's not sick. He's undergoing a mandatory two-week quarantine. Because he's returning to the States? Because he's going back oh, he's going to Australia, back to, Australia to finish his movie. Yes. He's filming an Elvis Presley biopic. I guess Baz Luhrmann is doing this. He's the big Australian director, right? He's doing an Elvis Presley biopic. Hanks will be playing the role of Colonel Parker. Yeah, that's what I had heard. Oh, wow. He's Colonel Parker. Yeah. Uh, Someone named Austin Butler will be playing Elvis Presley. He was filming this movie in Queensland when he and his wife got the coronavirus in March. And they got quarantined at the hospital and they got returned to the United States. Well, now they're going back to Australia to finish filming. But just by going there, he has to go to coronavirus quarantine for two weeks. Boy, that's a long flight. A long flight to then be thrown in quarantine for two weeks. So if Colonel Parker looks like he's just annoyed I'll the whole just, movie, I'll you'll just, understand I'll what's going on. I'll just stay on the plane, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm not getting off the plane. Just keep bringing them pretzels. Just, just, ta- just take your time getting there, I guess, being <laughs> that we're in no big hurry. Two weeks is two weeks. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And that would be the top five things. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for downloading and subscribing. And then, you know, actually taking the time to listen to the podcast. That's probably the most important thing. If you get a chance, leave a review on iTunes or wherever you can leave reviews. And if you're a big fan and this was not enough, you can become a patron of the podcast. You Mm -hmm. can do that at nachoradio.com. Become a patron and you'll have access to everything we've ever done over the last six years, over a thousand podcasts. And you'll also have access to specialty program for patrons only. This podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Nature's Treatment offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower, vapes, and edibles. Sign up for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment on Twitter and Instagram. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davenport, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Hi, this is Art Linkletter. Thanks for listening.